Welcome to the Legal Download Podcast, a rundown of the latest issues impacting your business from Kelly Drive. My name is Andrew Lee, and my name is Jack Miles, and we are tax partners at Kelly Dry and Warren in New York City. We are here today to talk about the tax proposals that the House Ways and Means Committee released on September 13th, 2021. There has, of course, been a lot of drama associated with the reconciliation process, but we are going to focus on the specifics of the September 13th, 2021 proposals. The uh, House Ways and Means proposes to uh, increase the top marginal individual income tax rate from 37% to 39.6%. This new rate would apply to taxable income over $450,000 for married individuals filing a joint return, $400,000 for unmarried individuals, and $225,000 for married individuals filing a separate return. This proposal would apply to taxable years beginning after December 31, 2021. The Ways and Means Committee uh, also proposes to increase the capital gains rate. Under current law, long-term capital gains and qualified dividends are subject to income tax, uh, an individual income tax, at a rate of uh, 0%, 15%, or 20%, with the rate uh, based on uh, taxpayers' taxable income and filing status. The Ways and Means Committee would increase the top capital gains rate uh, and top and the uh, qualified dividends rate from 20% to 25%. This would uh, it, it, this this proposed capital gains rate is lower than the Biden administration's original proposal. Originally, uh, the Biden administration had proposed taxing capital gains at the same rate as ordinary income uh, for individuals with income in excess of uh, uh, a specified amount. Uh, $64 question here is what would the effective date of this capital gain tax rate increase be? Uh, when the Biden administration had proposed the uh, uh, significant increase in the capital gain rate earlier this year, it had proposed uh, an April 2021 uh, uh, effective date. Under the Ways and Means Committee proposal, uh, the, the rate would apply, the higher rate here would apply uh, for sales after uh, uh, September 2021, September 13, 2021. Now, the uh, Ways and Means Committee also proposes a 3% surcharge in the case of any individual with modified adjusted gross income in excess of $5 million or modified uh, gross income in excess of $2.5 million in the case of a married person filing individually. Modified adjusted gross income uh, is defined to mean adjusted gross income reduced by the investment interest deduction. The surcharge would apply to taxable years beginning after December 31, 2021. So individuals with hefty capital gains and uh, individuals with income uh, potentially subject to this 3% surcharge 
will have to determine, will, will, will have to uh, decide whether uh, to accelerate uh, capital gains into 2021, you know, to possibly avoid the 3% surcharge, and possibly avoid the increase in the capital gains rate as well. And while the Ways and Means Committee proposes uh, a September 2021 effective date, it's quite possible, uh, assuming the legislation ultimately gets enacted, that the effective date will be January 1, 2022. Uh, we, we really can't predict what the effective, rate, effective date of this capital gain tax rate uh, increase would be. Well, we can add to the list of the committee's proposals the expansion of the scope of the net investment income tax. Under current law, in the case of an individual, Code Section 1411A1 imposes a 3.8% Medicare tax on the lesser of the individual's net investment income or the excess, if any, of the individual's modified adjusted gross income over a threshold amount. Net investment income can include interest, dividends, royalties, rents, gains, and certain other income that is, in each case, not derived in the ordinary course of a trader business. Under the committee's proposal, the scope of this Medicare tax would be expanded in the case of taxpayers with taxable incomes greater than $400,000 in the case of a single filer or $500,000 in the case of a joint filer. In the case of such taxpayers, the tax would be expanded to cover income derived in the ordinary course of a trade or business. Thus, for taxpayers with taxable income over the applicable threshold, the proposal would generally take the quote unquote investment out of net investment income, except in the case of wages paid to employees. This proposed legislation would apply to taxable years beginning after December 31st, 2021. The Ways and Means Committee further proposes to limit the 20% qualified business income deduction allowable under Section 199A of the Code for certain high-income individuals. Section 199A was enacted in 2017 as part of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Ways and Means Committee now proposes that the 20% deduction would be capped at $500,000 uh, in the case of uh, uh, individuals uh, filing, uh, in, the, in the case of a, a taxpayer uh, filing a joint return, $400,000 in the case of a single taxpayer, and $250,000 in the case of married taxpayer filing a separate return. This change would be effective for taxable years beginning after December 31, 2021. The Ways and Means Committee would also amend Code Section 461L, which limits the deduction of excess business losses of non-corporate taxpayers. Now, under current law, Section 461L is scheduled to sunset after December 31, 2025. And the Ways and Means Committee proposes to make this code provision permanent. permanent. 
Section 461L uh, uh, disallows uh, deductions in excess business deductions in excess of $500,000 a year in the case of a uh, taxpayer filing joint return. Uh, excess losses could be uh, carried forward uh, and used in subsequent years. Now the Ways and Means Committee proposes several major changes uh, to uh, retirement plans. Uh, IRA contributions would not be allowed for a taxable year if the total value of an individual's IRA and defined contribution retirement accounts exceeds $10 million as of the end of the prior year. This limitation would apply to single taxpayers with taxable income over $400,000, married taxpayers filing jointly with taxable income over $450,000, and heads of household with taxable income over $425,000, all indexed for inflation. This proposal would apply to taxable years beginning after December 31, 2021. The Ways and Means Committee further proposes a significant change in the minimum required distributions uh, for high income taxpayers with large retirement account balances. If the aggregate balance of an individual's IRAs and defined contribution retirement accounts exceeds $10 million at the end of a taxable year, the, the taxpayer would be required to take a minimum distribution from his plan uh, for the following year. The minimum distribution would generally equal 50% of the amount by which the retirement account balance exceeds $10 million. The minimum distribution would be required only if the taxpayer's taxable income exceeds a specified threshold amount, uh, $450,000 in the case of a taxpayer filing a joint return. Now, if the combined balance amount in the IRAs and defined contribution plans exceeds $20 million, then the individual would be required to make a distribution equal to the amount needed to bring the balance down to $20 million. And this proposed legislation would apply to taxable years beginning after December 31, 2021. The, the Ways and Means Committee further proposes that an IRA would be prohibited from holding any security if the issuer of the security requires the IRA owner to have a minimum level of assets or income, or it requires the IRA owner to be an accredited investor. This proposed legislation would apply to taxable years beginning after December 31, 2021, subject to a two-year transition period for IRAs already holding such investments. The Ways and Means Committee also proposes that an IRA owner would not be allowed to invest IRA assets in a uh, closely held business in which he or she holds a 10% 
direct or indirect ownership interest or of which he or she is an owner, an officer. So the list of potential tax changes goes on and on. The committee has proposed prohibiting a so-called backdoor Roth IRA strategy. Under current law, contributions to Roth IRAs are subject to income limitations. For example, single taxpayers with income above $140,000 generally are not permitted to make Roth IRA contributions. There is, however, a so-called backdoor Roth IRA strategy. Pursuant to the strategy, an individual may make a non-deductible contribution to a traditional IRA and then convert the non-deductible contribution from the traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. The committee's proposal would eliminate the backdoor Roth strategy for taxpayers with taxable income exceeding certain limits. For single taxpayers, the limit would be $400,000, while for joint filers, the limit would be $450,000. Um, as one would expect, the committee has also proposed changes to estate and gift taxation. Not surprisingly, the committee's proposal adjusts the estate and gift tax lifetime exemptions. Prior to 2017, um, dur uh, during which the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act was enacted, the estate and gift tax lifetime exemption was $5 million per individual indexed for inflation. The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act increased the exemption. And for 2021, the estate and gift tax lifetime exemption is $11,700,000 per individual. The committee's proposal would return the exemption amount to $5 million per individual indexed for inflation. Thus, for 2022, the basic exemption amount would be anticipated to be $6,020,000 per individual. This proposed legislation would apply to decedents dying and gifts made after December 31st, 2021. Focusing on uh, business tax changes, the most significant change is the proposed increase in the corporate tax rate. Now, the uh, 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act had reduced the corporate tax rate from 35% to 21%. The Ways and Means Committee now proposes to increase the uh, tax rate to 26, uh, to a maximum tax rate of 26.5%, uh, but with a graduated rate structure. The rate structure provides for a rate of 18% on the first $400,000 of income, 21% on income up to $5 million, and a rate of 26.5% on income thereafter. The benefit of the graduated rate structure phases out for corporations making more than $10 million. And a personal service corporation uh, is not uh, eligible for the graduated rate structure. So it's uh, income would be taxable at the 26.5% uh, rate. Interest expense uh, deduction changes. So historically, limitations on the deduction of interest have been a popular mechanism for raising tax revenue. And the committee has not broken with this tradition. Uh, 
If a domestic corporation is part of what's referred to as an international financial reporting group, and if the average annual net interest expense of the domestic corporation exceeds $12 million, then a portion of the domestic corporation's interest expense deduction could be disallowed if the interest expense incurred by the domestic corporation is disproportionately higher than the interest expense incurred by non-US members of the group. Any interest deduction disallowed under this provision would be carried forward for a period of five years. This proposed legislation would apply to taxable years beginning after December 31st, 2021. Uh, carried interests. So uh, prior to the 2017 uh, tax legislation, there was no special holding period or special rule applicable with respect to carried interest. Uh, profits interest in a partnership granted to a partner uh, as compensation for, for services uh, could, could have qualified for capital gain treatment provided the requisite one-year holding period was satisfied. In 2017 tax legislation, the uh, holding period for carried interest was increased from one year to three years. The uh, House Ways and Means Committee now proposes to retain the carried interest capital gain preference, provided that the uh, holding period uh, is five years and not three years. Uh, and that the, 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 the longer holding period would apply uh, for uh, taxpayers with adjusted gross income of more than $400,000. So if taxpayers' adjusted gross income is less than $400,000, the three-year holding period would continue to apply. And furthermore, the three-year rather than the five-year holding period uh, would continue to apply for real property trades or businesses. This proposal would apply to uh, taxable years beginning after December 31, 2021. Now, in one of the uh, most, the one in one of the rare pro-taxpayer provisions in the proposed legislation, the Ways and Means Committee would allow an eligible S corporation to convert to a partnership without triggering federal tax. And an eligible S corporation is defined as an any corporation that was an S corporation on May 13th, 1996. Uh, and basically that's the date that the check the box regulations uh, were issued. So to, to avoid uh, tax, uh, an eligible S corporation must completely liquidate and transfer substantially all of its assets and liabilities to a domestic partnership during the two-year period beginning on December 31, 2021. Now, we anticipate if this legislation is enacted that many S-corporations will, in fact, uh, take advantage of this, uh, of this provision, assuming 
state and local tax conforms with federal tax here and allows a tax-free conversion uh, to, to a partnership. But it's clear uh, there are many potential reasons why uh, owners of a closely held entity would prefer that the entity be, a, be classified as a partnership for tax purposes rather than an S-corporation for tax purposes. So another proposal of the committee is the modification of the limitation on the deduction of quote-unquote excessive compensation. In the case of a publicly held corporation, under Code Section 162M, deductions for compensation paid to certain executives may be disallowed to the extent that the employee's compensation for the taxable year exceeds $1 million. Such employees include the corporation's CEO and CFO. The American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 expanded the number of applicable employees that are potentially subject to this rule from five to 10, beginning in tax years after 2026. The committee's proposal would accelerate the effective date of the amendment by five years so that it would apply to tax years after December 31st, 2021. Now, the committee has also proposed limiting the scope of Code Section 1202, which deals with sales of qualified small business stock. Under Code Section 1202, an individual may exclude 100% or 75% of gain realized from the sale or exchange of so-called qualified small business stock acquired during certain periods with some limitations. The committee's proposal would eliminate the 100% and 75% exclusions in the case of individuals with adjusted gross income equal to or exceeding $400,000. The 50% exclusion currently in Section 1202A1 would, however, remain available. The proposed legislation would apply to sales or exchanges after September 13, 2021, subject to a binding contract exception. The... Uh... House Ways and Means Committee also proposes to extend the wash sale rules to cryptocurrency and other commodities, currencies, and digital assets. So uh, taxpayers would be prevented from claiming a tax loss while retaining an interest in the loss asset. Uh, this proposal would be effective for taxable years after December 31, 2021. Now, shifting to the international provisions of the code, uh, there are many, many proposed changes that could have uh, uh, a major impact on uh, U.S.-based multinationals. Uh, the Ways and Means Committee proposes significant modifications to the guilty tax regime. The guilty tax regime uh, uh, embodied in Section 951A, the global intangible low-taxed income regime, requires a U.S. shareholder of a controlled foreign corporation, uh, that is a U.S. shareholder who owns 10% or more of the stock of a controlled foreign corporation, to include the net earnings of the CFC in income to the extent that the CFC earns more than a deemed 10% return on its qualified business asset investment. Qualified business asset investment includes 
tangible personal property. The uh, Ways and Means Committee would make several changes to the guilty rules uh, starting for, for, for taxable years beginning after December 31, 2021. First, the uh, Ways and Means Committee would reduce the deemed exempt uh, qualified business asset investment income to 5% from 10%. Second, a U.S. shareholder's guilty inclusion would be determined separately with respect to each country in which any controlled foreign corporation is a tax resident. Third, the deemed paid foreign tax credit with respect to foreign taxes attributable to guilty would be increased to 95% from 80%. And fourth, and this is actually very significant, the, the guilty tax deduction would be reduced to 37.5% from 50%, resulting in an effective guilty tax rate of 16.56% for a domestic corporation. And the 16.56% rate reflects the 26.5% corporate tax rate coupled with a 37.5% Section 250 uh, deduction. So there is a change to the beat. The 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act added to the code the Base Erosion and Anti-Abuse Tax, otherwise known as the BEAT, which imposes an additional tax on certain corporate taxpayers that have had, for the preceding three tax years, average annual gross receipts of at least $500 million. The additional tax currently equals 10% of the taxpayer's modified taxable income, less the taxpayer's regular tax liability with the regular tax liability being adjusted for certain amounts. The beat rate is currently scheduled to increase to 12.5% for tax years beginning after December 31st, 2025. Corporate taxpayers that belong to groups containing certain types of financial institutions are subject to a higher rate of tax. The committee has proposed legislation that would cause the base beat rate to increase to 12.5% for tax years beginning after December 31st, 2023, and to 15% for tax years beginning after December 31st, 2025. Thus, the currently scheduled rate increase is being accelerated, and a new higher top rate is being added for years beginning after December 31st, 2025. In addition, the scope of the modified taxable income would be changed, and the tax amount would be determined taking into account certain credits. Proposed legislation would provide for limited exceptions to the tax. The changes would generally be effective for tax years beginning after December 31st, 2021. So what was not included in the Ways and Means tax proposals? Uh, there was no proposed SALT relief state and local tax deduction relief. Currently, there's $10,000 cap. You have several uh, Democratic uh, members of the House who have stated that they won't vote for any legislation here unless there is some relief 
the Ways and Means Committee does not promote, propose any, any uh, salt relief. Ways and Means Committee does not propose the elimination of the basis step up upon death, while the Biden administration had previously proposed that. Ways and Means Committee does not propose any limitations on Section 1031 like-kind exchanges. The Biden administration had previously proposed such limitations. And finally, the Ways and Means Committee does not propose a 15% minimum tax on corporations with worldwide book, book income in excess of $2 million, as had been proposed by the Biden administration earlier this year. So in summary, the Ways and Means tax proposals are, of course, subject to change as congressional negotiations progress in the coming weeks. It's uncertain whether the Biden administration will ultimately succeed in securing enactment of major tax legislation in light of razor-thin Democratic majorities in the House and Senate and the wide policy differences between moderate and progressive constituencies in the Democratic Party. Uh, but we will uh, have to closely monitor what, what transpires over the next few weeks. So if uh, members of the audience have any questions about the uh, committee's tax proposals or any other uh, tax issues uh, that they would like to discuss, uh, you can uh, feel free to reach out to us. Um, my name is Andrew Lee, um, and I can be reached at a Lee. that's A-L-E-E, at kellydry.com, that's K-E-L-L-E-Y-D-R-Y-E.com. And my name is Jack Miles. And I could be reached at jmiles at kellydry.com. For additional information on this and other topics, please visit kellydry.com. Kelly Dry has podcasts available through your podcast provider.